everybody, my name is Kyla. Welcome to my channel where we talk about the stock market and the economy, amongst other things. Let's talk about FTSPF. I've made a lot of videos on SPF, talked about him extensively. He's been doing media rounds and basically keeps on telling everybody that he made a little baby mistake. And it's all a big oopsie whoopsie that everything happened and that he is so sorry, but um, it's not his responsibility. <laughs> the thing is, he didn't ever try to commit fraud, but he did commit fraud. <laughs> you don't have to try to do something to end up doing it. So there's a few main things. SPF seems to be like, no, it's okay that we were using client assets because the terms of service was bigger than they thought. So everybody thought that things were one way, but actually if you look a little bit closer, it was a different way. You can see him squirm when he's asked about just using customer funds. That's a bright red line, isn't it? There are a lot of cases where that's actually explicitly part of the program's and that are but happening not, not here. Here it says that the digital assets may not be loaned to FTX trading. They can't be loaned out. I. He's feigning ignorance here, but as we all know, he is not ignorant. You know, he's a smart guy, but he is just, you can see him repeating customer funds. And it's almost like he's trying to work around with how to come up with an answer that'll be satisfactory. What went wrong finally gave details on that, that a very large margin position, Alameda, ended up blowing up. But he, throughout these interviews, said that Alameda was like not his responsibility, that he was sort of ignoring it. So Alameda was essentially ready to implode. It was okay at one point, but it was very on the verge of not being okay. And nobody was keeping track of anything, right? And there was no risk management process in place. We know that from the the bankruptcy proceedings that there was essentially no risk management, that nobody was keeping track of anything. They don't even know how many employees that they have. As Matt Levine points out, the main selling point of FTX was not true when it mattered. FTX really marketed itself as this answer for customers, for people to onboard into crypto by having a strong risk management system, by just being a safe place to keep money. And obviously you cannot be a safe place to keep money if you don't even have a risk process in place. They didn't have their risk management system running on Alameda. So Alameda was able to sort of navigate any sort of risk management that would happen. FBF's risk management system was if I ignore it, it will go away, which like I do that too, <laughs> but not when I'm running a $32 billion company because you can ignore things, but it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. This is crypto, right? So like this is supposed to be a use case. You're supposed to be able to go in and see exactly what's going on, whose money is where within the crypto universe, within DeFi, this centralized finance platform was ignoring things because they were afraid of SBF was particularly afraid of conflicts of interest. So he was like, if I just pretend it doesn't exist, it doesn't exist, which is the worst way to deal with problems. He can be so sorry. You can be so sorry about everything. But if you're not taking personal responsibility for what is happening, it does not matter. In these interviews, he was asked, you know, about these people that lost millions of dollars on FTX and he's like, it happens. <laughs> bummer. And some of these political donations that he made are being returned. The biggest thing is that FTX just mismanaged money. Not only did they misuse customer funds, but they spent like $55,000 on margaritas. I think it's just frustrating because you have people like Aaron Swartz who downloaded academic journals to share with the world. It got a million dollars in fines and 35 years in prison because he was sharing academic journals. And then you have SPF running around doing these media rounds, just showing zero remorse for everything that he's done. And you have Bill Ackman and Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank being like, hey, <laughs> this guy has a point. <laughs> he sounds like somebody we should be listening to. The biggest thing is you have to pay attention to risk 
and the way that FTX was not paying attention to risk is completely antithetical to the ethos of the crypto space and what crypto was supposed to enable. FTX's centralization process was definitely part of the downfall, but they went against what the space is all about too by just letting this thing run and not auditing it ever and just pretending it didn't exist. FTX CEO John Ray will testify before the House Financial Services Committee on December 13th, so we'll learn a lot more then. But if you just want a really quick summary from what SBF is saying, he's saying, sorry, but it's not my fault. And the second half of that sentence doesn't need to be there. The first half doesn't even probably need to be there either. So thanks so much for hanging out. Thanks so much for spending time with me. I'll talk to you all soon. Hope you're doing okay out there. Um, notes for this are attached and boy, oh boy, right? 20 year. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. Talk to you all soon. Bye.